You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, greetings. You're all welcome again to Taking Territories. And I'm delighted to bring to you the Word of God again. We continue on our series on the call to discipleship. Remember, we define a disciple uh, according to Dr. Steve Morrell. He says that a disciple is a follower of Christ, one that follows Christ, fishes for men, and fellowships with the saints. Okay, so we've been dealing with this definition and using it to look at the call um, that is placed upon each and every one of us to become disciples and also to make disciples. All right, so the discipleship Discipleship is the process of making people to follow Christ, fish for men, and fellowship with the saints. All right, so we've dealt with following Christ. We've dealt with following Christ. Remember, we talked about following Christ has to do with um, following his words, which has to do with his teachings and his doctrine, and then following his walk, which has to do with his lifestyle, and his example, and then following his, his, uh, his, his works, right, which has to do with his deeds. And um, so we've, 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 we've covered that, and there are different ways to follow Christ. There are people that follow him from a distance, and then there are people that follow him closely. We are encouraged to follow him closely, not from a distance. All right. But today, we are looking at what I call fishing for men with biblical tools. All right. Fishing for men with biblical tools. And I'm sure you're aware if you've gone fishing before, you know that it's important that you use the right tools because if you don't use the right tools, you're not going to get the right results. Okay. So there are biblical tr- uh, tools that, that um, will help us to be more effective in fishing for men. All right. There are biblical tools. And so today I'm going to give you four tools, four tools. There are many tools, but I'm going to give you four Four important biblical uh, tools. If you will, um, if you will master these tools, I know that you're going to be effective in fishing for men. All right. Why? Because they are biblical, and again, they've been used by Jesus and the disciples, and we've we've seen the results of these tools. Okay. So, number one tool I want to present to you is the tool of prayer. Prayer is vital. Many people don't understand. Many people underestimate the power of prayer. Many people underestimate the role that prayer plays in the Great Commission. The role that prayer plays in the harvest of souls. The role that prayer plays in the fishing of men. So I'm going to share with you a few principles here to help you. All right, so number one, I want, to, I want to show you from a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'll read from verse 3, okay? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, it says, And even if the gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Okay, even if the gospel is veiled, 
if the gospel that we're preaching, although it is not veiled, but if it appears to be veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded their minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. All right. So you see here, he says, the God of this age, and we know who the God of this age is. That is Satan himself. Satan is actively working to ensure that people remain blinded to the gospel. And that's why sometimes you speak to people and they resist you and all of that. Let me tell you, it might not just be a, 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 about arguing with people. There are um, uh, strongholds, there are reasonings, there are thought patterns that the enemy has put in the minds of people to keep them away from, um, from the light of the gospel. And so, when you pray, you need to address your prayer to mind-blinding spirits. Come against spirits that blind the minds of people. Alright? So, you want to fish for men, it starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. Take time to pray for people. Take time to pray. Even before you engage them, pray for them. Start engaging them spiritually before you engage them physically. It makes it, it, makes it uh, easier for you because then you, once you, um, you've engaged the forces that are blinding them and the veil is removed, once the veil is removed, then they can see. Then they can see. So the, 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 the first tool you need to use is prayer. Prayer is the starting point, all right? And that's why you find that a man like Jesus, he didn't start his ministry, he didn't start preaching, he didn't start anything until he spent 40 days in prayer and fasting, seeking God. He spent time to deal and engage with the powers that, that hinder people, all right? So, and, and that is why at the, end of his, at the end of his fast, Satan himself came to tempt him. He came to tempt him and he defeated Satan. And because he defeated Satan, he was able, you know, to, 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 to um, walk in victory in his ministry. So you want to be effective in fishing for men. The biblical tool that you need to employ is a tool of prayer. It's a tool of prayer. I want to show you another scripture. In fact, if you look at if you look at Second um, Corinthians chapter ten, verse four, in Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four, it says, "The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and imaginations." Hallelujah. So the weapons that God has given to us, he has given us a weapon of prayer. So we need to engage, engage the arguments against the gospel. Use prayer to break down the defense system that Satan has put around the minds of people to stop them from embracing the gospel.
pray and, 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 and deal with that ahead of time. Deal with that ahead of time. Okay? So that is important. This tool, I'm telling you, has been underestimated by many. Inasmuch as, yes, we can go and uh, eloquently present the gospel, I can assure you that if you don't deal, if you don't deal with the spirit blinding people, if you don't deal with the spirit that has put uh, arguments in the minds of people, no matter how convincing you are, you are not going to succeed in bringing them into the kingdom of the, in the, in, into the kingdom of God. All right. I remember the story of this man, great man of God. He's going to be with the Lord now, T.L. Osborne, an evangelist. When he started his ministry, T.L. Osborne went to India with his wife, Daisy. His young missionaries, they went zealously, you know, um, prepared themselves, mastered, you know, the they, they, they've studied different religions. They've, they've learned their um, apologetics. And, and, you know, they've, they've, they've trained, did missionary training, did, went through all the training, and they went to India. When they got to India, they spent so much time, and they didn't win one soul. Everyone they spoke to, guess what? Those guys said, look, uh, yeah, Jesus, we can just, it's like one of our other gods. So they were ready to take Jesus, but to add him to their other gods, right? As Hindus, they, you know, they are open to other gods, so Jesus can become one of them. And uh, he tried to preach from the Bible. They said, oh yes, we have our own book as well. And they, of course, showed him their book. And out of frustration, they went back to America, he and the wife, and they went back, you know, and they just could not succeed. They couldn't break through. And to cut the long story short, he, he had an encounter with Jesus. While he was there in America, he spent time praying and fasting until he experienced the power of the risen Christ. He went back to the same place and preached. And guess what? The results were different this time around. So never underestimate the role of prayer when it comes to fishing for men. Never underestimate them. And from that time on, his ministry went, he went on to reach millions of people for Christ. All right, but it started from the place of prayer. All right, so the number one tool I will recommend is a tool of prayer. The tool of prayer. Number two, the next tool that you need to employ is the, 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 the gospel, the message itself. <laughs> yeah. You cannot fish for men without the gospel. The gospel itself is powerful. The gospel is powerful. Yeah. There are different types of gospel that people are preaching today. But I'm telling you, if you preach the true gospel, if you preach the word of God, yeah, there is power in it. Let's look at what Paul says in the book of... Um, 
in the book of Galatians chapter 1 verse, verse, verse 18 he says but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you let him be accursed let him be accursed if we preach any other gospel to you yes let that person be accursed and let me read another scripture um, in the book of uh, in the book of Romans yeah Romans chapter 1 verse 16 he says for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ so there is the gospel there's a gospel of Christ it is the power of God the power of God so when you present the gospel there is power that backs the gospel there is power to liberate people to liberate people, to break shackles. There is power to rescue them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And that's why you need, you need to speak the gospel. You don't go fishing for men with your tradition. It's not necessary. You don't go fishing for men with your opinions. It's not necessary. There's no power in your opinions. There's no power in your traditions. Yes. You don't go fishing for men in the name of your church. There is no power in the name of your church. You don't go fishing for men in the name of your bishop. Huh? Or your pastor. There's no power in the name of that man. Or woman. You see. It's the gospel itself. So preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Yeah. You preach the gospel. It is the tool. That is the tool that God has given to us. To rescue people. To get them saved. Jesus commissioned us to go and preach. You see the great commission. He says in, 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 in Matthew 28. Verse 19, he says, Go therefore uh, and make disciples of all nations, teaching them uh, to observe all that I have taught you, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. He says, Lord, I'm with you always. So you see, you need to go with the message. The message must be pure. It must be what Jesus um, uh, commissioned us to do all right so you can't just go you the power of the gospel you you can't fish for men by exciting them and you don't give them a message you need to give the message all right and there are many things people preach there's there's gospel of salvation there's a gospel of peace you know uh but look at what Jesus preached. Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom of God. He preached the kingdom. That's the most effective message 
There are aspects of it. They've broken down. Some people, you know, preach prosperity, preach healing, preach deliverance and all of that. Those are all subsections of the entire gospel of the kingdom. So preach the kingdom of God. He says, when you go say, the kingdom of God is at hand. Yes. And as people receive that message, as people receive the gospel, I'm telling you, you begin to break the bondages over their lives. You break bondages over their lives. Scales fall off their eyes when you speak the truth of God's word. When you preach the gospel, when you declare the gospel, people begin to experience God. They begin to see. God begins to confirm his word. If you just go and preach tradition, God does not, is not mandated to confirm tradition, but he is committed to his word. He's committed to his word, so preach the word of God. Preach the word of God. All right? So the gospel, the message, the word of God is the tool, is the number two tool that God has given to us for, um, for getting people, fishing for men. Those are biblical tools. These are biblical tools that will make you effective in reaching the world. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to pray? Think about somebody that you will be able to pray for or somebody that you want to reach. Start praying for them. I encourage you to have a list. Always have a list of people you are praying for in order to reach. Yes. Have people that you're praying for and then after you've prayed for them, the next thing is, Pray for the opportunity to speak. Some of them, you don't need to pray. You just call them and say, listen, I have something to share with you. Let's have coffee together. And you talk to them. You see, so that fishing for men requires, um, requires you to be intentional. You must be intentional. If there is no intentionality, it's not just going to happen by accident. No. It won't just happen by miracle. No, you need to take steps. You need to take steps. Hallelujah. So we have many testimonies of people who have, who have employed this, this, these tools in our church. And testimonies keep coming. Every week we get testimonies of people who prayed for people. You see... Prayer is important because not only does prayer um, deal with the forces of darkness, prayer, we also use prayer as a tool because when people are in need, for example, when people are in their need, when people are sick, they are open for prayer. All right? So we go to them and say, do you mind if we pray for you? All right? Everybody wants prayer. Yeah. Especially when you, they're in a desperate situation. Use that as a tool to fish for those souls. Yes. Bring them into the kingdom. And then after you've prayed for them, you, you lead them to Christ. If, if, for example, if they're students and they, it's almost time for exams, use prayer to get to their hearts. I, I, we're praying for people, for students who want to do exams. Pray for them. 
pray for them. Okay, so as you continue to use these two tools, I'm going to give you the other two after the break, but as you use these two tools, you will start seeing the hand of God. You start seeing uh, your effectiveness in fishing for men. All right, so we'll go on a short break. We'll be back and I'll give you the other two tools. Okay, thank you. Welcome back. Yes, I want to give you quickly two more tools, okay? Two more tools that will help you in fishing for men. Yeah, you want to fish for men with biblical tools, all right? We've talked about prayer. We've talked about the gospel. The next tool that you need to use is what I call love in action, all right? Love in action. The works of love are very powerful. Remember that God, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay? So, uh, God, in order to reach us, sent Jesus in demo, as a demonstration of His love. So the love that I'm talking about is not just a feeling. No, this love provokes action. This love provokes action. So, for example, if you look at the Bible in uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Okay? He says, um, let your light shine before men. All right? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So, in other words, when you begin to do actions of love, these are tools that are used to reach, um, uh, to fish for men. I remember some time ago, we, we decided to do some... some um, uh, uh, works of love in our community and as a church we dedicated some time to just just do a free car wash anyone in the community you just come have a free car wash and then we give you some hot dogs you know and uh, some juice to drink while we wash your car and people could not believe they could not believe what we were doing they were asking what's the catch are you, are, are you trying to start a business? Are you about to launch something? We said, no, we're just showing the love of, of God to the community. That's all. And I'm telling you, through that action, we were able to fish for some men. People gave their lives to Jesus Christ just because we demonstrated love. We demonstrated love. So it's not every time that, you know, or you just go and, and hit people with the scriptures. No, there, there, is, there are different times that you need to think what is going to be more effective now. So for that season, we were doing those um, uh, works of love, I would call them. And I'm telling you, it was a good experience. Good experience. All right. So, um, uh if you look at in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, Jesus, one of the things Jesus said about our Heavenly Father is that 
he causes the sun to shine on the just and the unjust. He causes the, the rain, you know, to, sh uh, to fall on the just and the unjust. He, there are some general benefits that God releases over the earth. It doesn't matter whether you believe in him or not. It doesn't matter whether you, um, you obey him or not. There are some general acts of benevolence that God does to humanity. All right? So these are important. We need to learn from our Heavenly Father and also learn from Jesus. Why would Jesus feed 5,000 men apart from women and children with five loaves and, 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 and two fish? Why would he do that? That's an act of love. All right, he fed them, and guess what? They believed. They believed. All right, so when you demonstrate the love of God, when the love of God is in action, it breaks the defenses in the hearts of people. Because many people suspect churches, you know, they just suspect that the church is just after me, after my whatever I, I have, the little I have, and all of that. And that is not the case. That is not the case at all. So there is a place for, for, for the love of God as a tool for fishing for men. It's one of the biblical tools, okay? Then tool number four, the fourth tool, never... You underestimate this one too. <laughs> yeah. I call this tool the demonstration of power. Demonstration of power. It's important for you to be able to demonstrate the power of the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God. You must be able to demonstrate the power of God. If you say God is powerful, you need to be able to demonstrate that power. All right, so that's important. That's important in uh, fishing for men. And Jesus used this tool effectively. His disciples used this tool effectively. Yeah. The early church used this tool effectively. Yeah. All these four tools are tools, if you read through your Bible, uh, the New Testament, you see that they were, these, these tools are all... Um, all over the Bible, in many instances. All right, let me just read a scripture and um, let's look at let's look at some of the some of the things that the Bible says about uh, the demonstration of power in the life and in the ministry of Jesus. Okay, look at uh, John chapter two. In John chapter two, I'll read verse uh, verse twenty three. He says, now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, during the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. You see that? Many believed when they saw the signs which he did. You say, oh, pastor, but, you know, there are many false prophets out there who are also doing signs. Correct. You're right. And as a matter of fact, we're going to see more false prophets because the Bible uh, has predicted that. Well, you know, um, but 
That notwithstanding, there is going to be a show of power. Hallelujah. So, start practicing. Start practicing uh, demonstrating the power of the gospel. The power of God. Start practicing. It's like the case of Moses uh, before Pharaoh. Remember, Moses went there. God gave him a sign. Told him, just drop your rod. And if you drop your rod, uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be a sign to Pharaoh that I sent you. And Moses goes, he drops his rod. And, and Pharaoh is laughing. He says, look, uh, my, my magicians can do the same. And he calls his magicians and they do the same. They drop their rods and, and their rods turn to serpents as well. You see, but guess what? That of Moses swallowed all the rest. So what am I saying? The fact that there are false, there are false signs or lying wonders does not mean that there isn't a, a legitimate uh, manifestation of power. So let's not shy away from the tool, a biblical tool, because of some other people. Embrace the truth of the word of God. Believe in the word. And then you're going to see that God is going to move in your life. If Jesus used it and it worked for him, then you can do the same. You can do the same. Hallelujah. Amen. Now look at, let me read another, another um, scripture. You remember the story of Nicodemus? Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. The Bible says in, um, in, in John chapter 3 verse 2, he says, uh, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. No man. He comes to Jesus at night. Nicodemus, he, he, he creeps in at night and he says, I want to know more. Why? Why would Nicodemus do that? He says, no man knows. In other words, we know that you are from God. Why? Because of the miracles you have been performing. We have observed you for some time. We have observed your ministry. And we can tell that you are from God. Alright. So, uh, we need the demonstration of power to come back to the church. I was raised, I was raised in a Pentecostal church where I saw the demonstration of power from childhood. You know, I saw people raised from the dead from childhood. I saw sick people healed from childhood. And throughout my childhood, I never, I was, I, I, I never had an experience of going to the hospital. My mom would lay hands on me and pray for me. And she said, go and play. You are healed. And I would go and play. And I'm healed. And that's how I grew up. Seeing the demonstration of the power of the gospel. And we want that power back. And I want you to start trusting God that this power will manifest through your life. Yes, because it's part of your credentials. Yes, as a, as a follower of Jesus. If you are following him, you must follow his deeds. You must follow his works. He has told us already. Amen.
Yeah. So demonstrating his power is vital. Let me read one more scripture before we close. Uh, John chapter 6 verse 14. All right. Listen to what he says. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. This is of a truth. So you see, we want to fish for men. If we leave this tool out of our lives, I'm telling you, we're going to struggle. Because there are some people that just prayer can break can, 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 can break the hold of the enemy. So you pray for them and that will break them and they will embrace Jesus. There are some you have to preach and preach and preach and before they receive. But there are some they want to see the love in action before they receive. But I'm telling you there are some that unless they see the power of God demonstrated, the true power of God demonstrated, they will not believe. So I'm going to round up right now and I will pray for you that the Lord will give you the wisdom. Even as you search the scriptures concerning these tools that I've, I've shared with you, that these tools will become part of your arsenal. Okay? You go, you go out into the field. You go out to fish for men with these tools and you will be effective. Father, I pray for my brother and my sister, everyone watching this broadcast. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you will equip them with these tools, more wisdom and understanding, and let the power of this message be uh, uh, ignite something in their hearts, O oh Father God, that they will become effective in, in fishing for men in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory and I give you praise in Jesus' name. Now, I want to pray for you if you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you've not received him into your heart. And you want to say, Jesus, I want to serve you. I want to follow you. I want to pray for you now. If you are that person, I'm going to say the prayer and you repeat after me. Repeat after me and then I will pray for you. Okay? Just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess with my mouth, Lord my God, I ask that you will wash away my sins. Make me a new person. Give me a new heart. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Jesus, come and make your home in me. Let my heart be your dwelling place. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, if you pray that prayer for the first time, I want you to contact us, uh, the number on the screen, and I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. Everyone that has made this commitment, Lord, my God, I ask that you, you will manifest. Let your kingdom manifest in their lives. Let the reality of the new creation dawn upon them. And I declare their sins forgiven. I break the power of the enemy over their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us on this broadcast. I want to invite you 
to uh, to join us again next week. We'll be here. And uh, if you have any questions, um, you can follow me on Facebook, Eric Bapetel, on Facebook or Instagram, and uh, you can you can communicate with me directly there as well. And uh, there's a number on the screen. You can send us a WhatsApp as well. And uh, I want to also thank you, those of you that are supporting us, giving to support our broadcast and our ministry. Please just keep it up and may the Lord bless you. Thank you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.